Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Call us right now with your do-it-yourself dilemma. Call us right now so that we can help you knock a couple of items off that to-do list. Or maybe it's a honeydew list. <laughs> and by the way, my dear, I, I hope that you were satisfied with uh, with the work that I tackled on my honeydew list that you gave me. Um, you know I hate doing electrical, <laughs> so you did a fantastic job. Alright, big news here, folks. Um, Leslie, me, knocked up. Having a baby. Very excited. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, thank Woo-hoo. you, sir. Um, but I, especially now, wanted to shy away from doing electrical work around That's my- <laughs> not the part that I contributed to. I want to be no, very, no, very no, clear no, no, about no. I have a husband, not Tom. Um, Anyway, Tom put up a beautiful chandelier for us in the nursery, which I love so much. And I just, you know, even though there's no baby furniture in the room just yet, it really looks cute. And I thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. And the point is that the honeydew list may not necessarily be between spouses. It could be (laughs) be between between friends. And we will help you. We will help you uh, get those jobs done. No matter how that project got on your list, we will help you take it off. If you call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIP. Hey, coming up this hour on the program, buying new furniture or laying new carpets, make sure you have all the info on the potential chemical hazards in both. We're going to tell you what you need to know. And also ahead, you wouldn't think of jumping in your car and revving it right up if it sat in idle all winter and never, ever started it up, right? So why do you do that to your lawnmower every single spring? We're going to teach you the right way to treat your mower for its first foray out into your yard so it is always ready for you and every lawn mowing adventure in just a few minutes. And we've got a great insider's tip to tell you about that will help make painting easier and clean up a real snap. And don't forget, one lucky caller we talked to this hour wins a terrific prize. We're giving away a pair of cedar window boxes from Vixen Hill just in time for you to plan out your beautiful spring blooms that you will beautifully mount and attach to your home. They're worth 120 bucks. so call us right now if you'd like to be in it to win it. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Leslie, who's first? Well, with the real estate market being soft all across the country, folks are wondering whether to sell, tear down, move, what to do. And that's what Kemper in California wants to talk about. What can we do for you? Well, I have a house for sale, but I just never had the gumption or the resources to whip into shape. Okay. So, so, it's so kinda, you admitted defeat, huh? Well, it, what I discovered was I was going to repair and expand it, and then I, and then I realized the cost of construction is pretty extreme. And uh, 
and I was better off the way things were just buying something that was more suitable for me. Okay. So what I want to do is sell this place, but um, the, the different prospects, some think, oh, I can fix this up. Others think it's got to be torn down. My impression is that the, the fast flip type uh, you know, professionals want to knock it down, start over, and give me a little bid. But my, my concern is that the county wants this thing fixed one way or another, knocked down something. And they won't give me a clear indication of whether it's up to the buyer to fix it or knock it down or whether the county's going to uh, be heavy-handed and say, no, you got to knock it down. Um, I would do two things. Number one, I would hire a professional home inspector who's going to be an independent expert to go through that house and really give you an honest assessment of its true condition. And a home inspector, being the kind of person that inspects homes all day long that are in real estate transactions, will really be able to tell you how yours stacks up and what's serious and what's not serious. The second thing I would do is recommend that you hire a real estate attorney because as um, inconsistent as the advice is that you're getting from the county, it is going to be based in law, and they can't just willy-nilly tell you to tear down a house. There are laws to protect people from uh, over-aggressive bureaucracies like that. And if you're getting that kind of information, you need a real estate attorney because this is a big investment, and you need to get the right information. So I would spend a little money on professionals, get to the bottom of this, Kemper, and then you'll know what you can do with that investment. Okay, but if I get a contractor, engineer, some professional that says, no, this is going to be fixed up, I'm in pretty good shape, right? Well, that's why I'm telling you to get a home inspector, not, yeah. uh, not a contractor, because if you call a contractor, they're going to give you a contractor solution, which involves hiring them. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm trying to help you get impartial expert advice so you really okay. know what's going on, and then okay. you can take the appropriate first step. Okay. That's great. Thanks a lot. You're welcome, Camper. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Rosalie in New Jersey, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you? Yes, I have a Baccarat vase that's about uh, 15 years old. And uh, over the years from having um, flowers in it, the water has clouded the bottom half of the vase. The vase. I have used sand, I have used bleach, I have used uh, vinegar, uh, and I can't get the clouding out. It may not be clouding at all. It might be that it etched the glass surface. That the water etched the water etched the surface. Yeah, it might be that, and that's not uncommon uh, in an old vase like that, or or in windows as well. We see that quite frequently. So if you use various cleaning solutions and you can't get that out, it might not be something that can get out. It might be that the interior surface of the vase is etched and is that's etched. why it looks that way. Have you tried when you're using the vinegar? Are you using straight vinegar? Yes. Have you tried heating it, like boiling that vinegar, and then putting no. it in, and then leaving it in for like a day or two? No, I haven't done that. I mean, it's worth a shot. Another thing is something called Barkeeper's Friend, and yes. they use it. Have you tried it? No, I haven't. It's a strange-shaped vase. The top of it is narrower. Hard to get your hand in there. Hard to yeah. get your hand in, but I do have a brush. You have a bottle brush that you can reach down in there with it? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I will try the barkeeper's friend. I also, as we're talking, uh, thought about baking soda mm -hmm. for a lot of things. Would you suggest me making a paste out of the vinegar and baking soda? No, just you can try vinegar and water. You can also try CLR, which is, stands yes. for calcium lime rust, mm -hmm. and that, that takes away mineral deposits. But if you're trying all these solutions and it doesn't come clean, just accept the fact that it may not be something that comes out. It may just be an etching on the interior of the glass that can't wow. come out. 
Yeah, and definitely try the hot vinegar as one of your solutions. Try yeah. the barkeeper's friend, even if the CLR, another thing along those lines, are lime away, but it's the same product, really. Good luck, Rosalie. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. You are listening to The Money Pit, and we can help you tackle all of your spring-to-do home improvement projects. So give us a call if you're confused, need inspiration, or just need a helping hand. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. If that home improvement project on your mind involves laying some new carpet, don't do it until you listen to what we have to say about the hazards of textile preservatives that are in that carpet. We'll tell you what you need to know next. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to aprilair.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT because everyone that gets on the air today automatically gets entered into our prize drawing. This hour, we're giving away a pair of window boxes, and aren't they going to look nice on your windows this spring? They're from Vixen Hill. These are one-inch thick, heavy-duty cedar window boxes with forged mounting brackets. They look good, and they're easy to install, and they're worth 120 bucks. Going to go to one caller to one eight 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 Money Pit. You must have a home improvement question and be willing to come on the air and ask us. All right, and maybe you're calling us with our number one received question here at the Money Pit, which is, of course, flooring. You know, maybe you're thinking about installing some new carpeting in your house, maybe one room, maybe all the rooms. Well, it's a great idea because brand new carpeting can give your room a bright, fresh, new look. But new carpets and even some upholstered furniture can contain preservatives, formaldehyde, and other volatile organic compounds, which you're hearing as a buzzword, you know, VOCs. And these VOCs, they've been linked to cancer and developmental problems. So you want to make sure you avoid exposure by making sure that any new rug that you buy meets indoor air quality standards set by the Carpet and Rug Institute. And as an extra precaution just to be safe, let that rug air out of the house for about 48 hours before you even bring it into the house, install it. And this even includes throw rugs. So just be safe, be cautious, look out for your family, and you'll be happy in the long run. And I'll tell you, if you order new carpet, it's hard to get those guys to bring the carpet ahead of time. You but have I, to. I make it part of the negotiation. If you want to sell me the carpet. I need it delivered, you know, two or three days or maybe the week before it's going to be installed so that we can air it out. It makes sense. It's the safe thing to do. So even though the carpet uh, uh, suppliers are not so used to it, the retailers are not so used to it, you know. Customer's always right. Customer's right. So just get them to give it to you your way. Hey, do you have a flooring question? Pick up the phone right now and call us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Let's get back to the phones. Who's next? Michael in Pennsylvania is dealing with a slow drain. Tell us about your problem. Hey, I got a slow drain uh, situation. Uh, all copper pipes. Uh, it's like an inch and three quarter. Well, I guess two inch pipe. Um, and uh, I took a snake in there that I got from a rent center, and uh, you know, it, it, it's the it's like a drill all hooked up, turn on spins, and, and ran that in. Right. That freed it up a little bit, but it's still kind of slow. What's the best way to uh, chemically clean out? Uh, uh, a slow drain like that. 
Well, we've got a natural way for you to give a whirl first before you go ahead and try anything super harsh that could, you know, actually do some damage to the plumbing itself. Mm -hmm. You want to take one half cup of each salt, baking soda, and vinegar, the white vinegar, and pour that Mm -hmm. down the drain. And then you want to follow it with two quarts of super boiling water. And that's going to sort of activate everything and get it to sort of foam up and clean its way down the drain itself. That should usually do the trick. I've also found that Roto-Rooter makes um, a natural enzyme that comes in a liquid form that you mix with hot water and you do this once a month and that sort of helps loosen up all the goo and soap scum and hair and stuff that tends to build up down the drain as well and help move it along. It's always better mm-hmm. to try natural stuff first because the chemicals can be really harsh to the plumbing and end up causing a whole nother host of problems. Right. Oh, well, thank you very much. I'll give that a shot. You're welcome, Michael. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Going out to California to chat with Ed about water hammer. What's going on? Uh, we have a problem with the copper pipes. Uh, mm-hmm. We installed copper pipes to replace the galvanized about 40 years ago. No problems until about five years ago. Now when we flush the toilet or turn off the tap, there's a sound like water hammer. That's probably happening because the brackets have loosened up. You know, water is very heavy as it flies through the pipes on its way to your fixture, and then you turn the faucet off, and that centrifugal force keeps moving forward and shakes the pipes, and the more they shake, the looser they get, and that's what can cause this water hammer and the rattling sound. So a couple of things. First of all, I would examine all of the accessible areas where you can check the brackets that attach the pipes to the framing area, and the second thing you can do is have what's called a water hammer arrester, which is kind of like a shock absorber for your plumbing system, installed uh, by a plumber near the fixture. And that will solve this problem and quiet it down. The good news is that water hammer rarely causes any type of a leak. It's more of an annoyance, but that's the way to solve it. Great. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Ed. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Roger in Michigan has a question about his garage. What can we help you with? I have a new house, uh, and I, I do want to seal my garage because uh, it's probably the first heat of God we've ever had, and uh, we're coming in now with the snow and everything, and it's uh, the water's man just laying there, and uh, I got to push it out, and then it freezes and all that stuff. So I do want to seal the floor. The garage is 28 by 25, and what do I need to do? What kind of preparation do I need to do to do this? So having listened to you guys over the years to do it right, so it lasts. I think the best finishes today for garage floors are the epoxy paints. Mm-hmm. And the good news is a lot of these products come with their own sort of preparatory step product, either built into phase one or as a separate standalone product on its own in the kit. You might want to take a look at either Quickcrete has a, a garage coating system and also Epoxy Shield, mm-hmm. two leading Both brands. Both are great. Both work very similarly. They're two-part epoxies, Roger, so that you have the the base and then you have the activator. It's all inside of the same can. So you have a gallon that's like short-filled. It looks like it has about three-quarters of a gallon in it. And then you have this quart, which is like the activator. You mix the two together. And then you have, you know, a couple of hours to work with this. Before you do that, use the cleaning product to, to clean the floor and get it ready to go. And I've found that those uh, epoxy paints can really last a long time. I'll tell you, we used it at the Boy Scout house here. We have a concrete floor there. And, man, those kits, as you can imagine, put it through its paces much worse than any car or road salt could. Uh, and and they really, it really up, stood up very well. Now, since Roger's probably going to need to buy two kits because he's dealing with 700 square feet of floor surface, is it best to sort of put both components, like both of the epoxy and the resin compound, into a five-gallon bucket? 
No. And mix it all together? No, nope, no, nope, nope, but not unless you work really fast. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know me. Okay, all right. <laughs> if you've got bathtub woes, maybe you're like Joe in Pennsylvania. What's going on? Hi. I have, uh, I'm remodeling an old farmhouse, and I have a cast iron tub. And I was wondering what you guys consider the, the best option, whether to have it like resurface with an epoxy or one of those plastic liners they put in or just take it out and put a new tub in. Well, is it, uh, is it like a clawfoot tub? No, it's nothing fancy. This is just an old cast iron tub. All right. Well, you could have it resurfaced, but the problem is that if you have it re-epoxied, it's not going to last as long as the original one did. It will chip, and it will ding, and it will dent. So uh, your options are really to do that and understand you're going to have some ongoing maintenance or replace it. There's one other option. It's called bath fitter, which basically they come in and they put an insert in the tub. And the only problem with that is it takes up a little bit of room, so it makes the tub a, a bit smaller. And I think that you'll find that the cost of doing that is about the same cost as actually tearing it out and replacing it. My question to you would be, how long do you think you're going to be in this house? If you're talking about five to ten years, I may think that it's uh, probably a good idea just to resurface the existing tub. If you want it to last a lot longer than that, you're going to enjoy it for a lot longer than that. You'll get a better return on investment if you actually tear it out or go with the bath fitter route. Okay. That, that kind of answers my question. I was, I was kind of leaning towards just tearing it out and starting all over again. Because uh, we will probably, you know, prefer something long term. Well, you know, at the same time, Joe, you can also make some improvements to make sure that bathroom is more accessible. It's a good website for that. It's aarp.org slash home design. Give you a nice checklist of things that you might want to think about putting in that bathroom so it remains super accessible regardless of uh, your age or physical condition. Okay, that sounds good. Hey, let me ask you a bonus question while I have you here. All right, sure. two for uh, one, two for one special. What do you got? Two, two for one special. That's it. Uh, I think I know the answer to this one. I'm going to change uh, the uh, uh, plumbing also. Copper or PEX? PEX. Good stuff. PEX. Yeah. Cross yeah. Less destructive, too. Less destructive, easier to run in an older house, more flexible, less chance of leakage. I would definitely go with PEX. Okay, that answers that question. Thank you very much. Joe, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, you've probably done a spring car tune-up, but what about a lawnmower tune-up? That's right, lawnmowers, just like your car, wear out, get out of whack, out of sequence. They get dirty, and they need to be maintained, or they're not going to work right. We'll tell you how to tune up that lawnmower next. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Ream Water Heaters. For dependable, energy-efficient tank and tankless water heaters, you can trust Ream. Learn more at SmarterHotWater.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We're sort of your handy friends, the ones that you always wish were around to help you get those jobs done except that we know enough not to lend you our power tools. We won't cross that line, but for everything else, call us right now at one eight 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 money pit Hey, are you ready to give the green lawn a trim for the first time this year? Well, before you rev up the lawnmower, check the spark plug wire connection. Then check the blade, sharpening any dullness out with a file. Clean it inside and out. Lubricate all those moving parts, including the wheels, and don't use last year's gasoline. Empty the tank completely. Gosh, we 
We hope that you did, because if you didn't, your tank right now will be filled with varnish. That's what happens Gunk when the gasoline... Up. And dispose of it properly. Exactly. Dispose of it properly. Good, good point. Now, by the way, if uh, you do need to store some gasoline in a piece of power equipment, make sure you use a preservative. You can use a gasoline additive that will preserve it so it doesn't go bad after 30 days, because believe it or not, that's how long gasoline lasts. Well, I mean, when you think about it, it never sits in your car for that long. That's right. So, so it does make sense. Do it now, and then in the, in the fall, do the same thing. Once again, you'll be good to go next spring. A few tips to help you tune up that lawnmower before you hit the turf. 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? We're going to talk to Ted in Texas about attic insulation. How can we help you? Well, I had a question. Uh, I was going to put some attic, uh, some insulation in my attic, and I had heard about a spray, uh, a spray type material that you could have a contractor do, and they could, you know, it would, I guess, stick to the rafters and and all that. And I was just wanting to know if that stuff's, you know, you hear a lot of hype about it, but I don't want to pay for something that's really not going to do what I want it to do. I live in Texas, and it's, you know, it gets really hot. So I'm I'm wanting to know what the best way to to you know insulate my house, especially when we're you know talking 105 degree days. Well, when you have a, a an existing home and you you have already have attic insulation in there, for you to use a, a spray insulation would require you to remove all of that. And I think that you're probably going to be better off and just as cost-effective to add additional insulation to the existing insulation that you have rather than completely remove and replace. When it's brand new, the spray foam insulations work very, very good because they seal at the same time. But uh-huh. uh, for an existing home, for a retrofit situation, I think that my, my recommendation, Ted, would be for you to add additional insulation. And you want to have probably a good 12 to 15 inches in, in the attic when you're done of a built-up insulation. Okay, what is the, I mean, what's the primary reason for having to remove the other insulation? Because this insulation is designed to uh, stick to the drywall surface and in between the rafters and then expand, and it can't be mixed with fiberglass insulation. You say spray foam. You don't mean blown in, do you? Well, it's it's a... Because blown-in insulation, which is fiberglass generally, can go on top uh-huh. of the existing insulation. The negative thing about blown-in insulation is that it makes the attic absolutely impassable when you're done, and you need uh-huh. a lot more thickness of it because it has more air inside of it than you oh, would if you used fiberglass uh, bats. Well, I saw one of the um, I saw another home that was being built, and it seemed like the insulation when they sprayed it on the up underneath the uh, the the decking. Uh, it was. It only looked like it expanded out about a half of an inch, and so I thought, well, maybe that would be something that you know. And I can't remember what they called the product, but I did see it on on TV, and well, I was a, just one of the most popular ones is a product called Isonine, which is a very very good product. But again, mm-hmm. it's something that I would look at if I was doing new construction. I probably wouldn't use it for retrofit. Okay. okay. How All much right. insulation well, do you have right now, Ted? Um, in. In some areas, it's probably maybe eight to ten inches. Yeah, I would just I would add another six inches of unfaced fiberglass bats on top of that. Okay, it'll be very cost effective, easy to do, and it'll give you a good return on investment. Well, I've got really high ceilings, and and my of course my air conditioner is up in the ceiling, and my uh, my house is only like seven years old. And I have like fourteen foot ceilings in some parts, so I was just wanting to get the most bang for my 
for my buck because in here in Texas it's know. you know it's not well, uncommon. I said, to make have sure a, make sure you have enough attic insulation and make sure you have plenty of attic ventilation and that will be a great okay. investment for you. Okay, great. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Ted. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. You are tuned into the Money Pit, and we are with you for every home improvement adventure, including painting. And if you're ready to tackle that painting job, here's an odd question for you. Do you have a rubber band handy? Hmm, you're going to need one. We'll tell you why after this. 888 Money Pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, and just like a crusty paintbrush left to dry in the sun, fixing things sooner is always better than fixing them later. <laughs> Call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. We'll help you get ahead of those home improvement projects. I'm Tom Kreitler, and I'm Leslie Segretti. And the handy number that you need is one eight 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 Money Pit. If we talk to you on the air and you ask us a home improvement question and we give you the answer, we are going to enter you into the Money Pit hard hat for a random prize drawing, and the winner is going to get a pair of window boxes from Vixen Hill. They're worth a hundred and twenty bucks. They're made of solid cedar. They're really gorgeous. They've got a traditional design, and I have to tell you, window boxes—they make such a nice, quaint adorable addition to pretty much any style home and it's a wonderful place to showcase annuals beautiful bright colored flowers and sweeping vines it really just does charm up your home and they could be yours for free so that's even better call us right now if you'd like a chance to win them at one eight 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 money pit you must have a home improvement question and be willing to come on the air and ask us but we don't bite we're not scary we'll really help you out 888-666-3974. Now, maybe your question is about painting. Here's a good insider tip for painting. Stretch a heavy-duty rubber band across the top of the paint can, anchoring it at the handles. Why? Well, because when you wipe a paint-loaded brush across it, all the excess paint will land back in the can rather than on the lip, which is always very helpful. I always hate when I close paint cans back up and I put the lid back on, get a couple like of wax. super stuck in there or it splatters yeah. all over and you. And the splatter is everywhere. I always think it's like a crime show. I'm leaving blood spatter evidence everywhere as it strikes the wall and drips all down and like it's a horror or movie. Or you made such careful efforts not to get any paint on you and you did and you were great and you're like Until spotless. you close the can, right? And then you close the can and then you get yeah. it all over yourself and then you back into the wet wall. The rubber band can solve all of those woes. One quick tip to make your painting projects go easier. Call us right now with your home improvement question. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Charles in Maryland, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Well, I have a question about linseed oil. I have uh, a cypress board uh, on the outside of my house, and my mother-in-law has been putting linseed oil on it. However, she's passed away now, and I don't know what she was using. Was she using boiled or was she using raw linseed oil? Interesting question. Do you know what the difference is between boiled linseed oil and raw? Uh, the difference is that, that the boiled linseed oil is the only one that dries. The raw one does not dry. And so for a siding sealing material, for an exterior finish, you use boiled linseed oil. 
When would you ever want it to not dry? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I think if you were doing a finished technique called a French polish, which is something that's used in furniture making, mm -hmm. where you mix wax and linseed oil together and you do it um, like on a lathe when something's spinning around very fast, that's one time I think I've used it. Um, but for the most part, in terms of sealing anything outside the house, always use boiled linseed oil. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. One other useless fact that I've trapped in my brain. <laughs> Why, thank you, Cliff Clavin. <laughs> Jeff in North Carolina needs some help repairing a door. Tell us about the problem. I bought a, uh, new doors and windows from a company uh, that has since gone out of business. Um, they offered the lifetime warranty, of course. Um, but it's a heavy back slider, um, and it's got a barrel system. Okay. It's like a plastic barrel that runs underneath the door. Mm. And those barrels started popping out a while ago, and I have not been able to, number one, get the door out to even look at the bottom of it. Uh, and I've been over to my Lowe's hardware and a couple of other places, and nobody seems to... They, they sell for lighter doors a uh, a disc roller type system, you know, where it sits on the track and it's like a, a little... But nobody seems to know anything about these barrels. And I was wondering if you know any way or any kind of kit that I can get to uh, to repair these doors or if you can even... You don't know what the manufacturer of the doors or was the, was the door company that you uh, hired to do this? They were the manufacturer. They were supposedly the manufacturer. I yeah. Problem is that with those types of companies, um, that that hardware that they were using to build those doors is generally not available over the counter, so to speak. It's, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's out there, but uh, it's bought individually by manufacturers like that to try to find it as a replacement is something that's near impossible most of the time. Okay, so I'm pretty much looking at a replacement door then. Yeah, I think you are, and I would encourage you to use a really good quality door because these are the situations that you get into when you work with one that's not a good quality door. And a lot of these companies that are local companies promised lifetime warranties. Warranties, the question is, who's lifetime? You know, I yeah. mean, you know, is out. this the lifetime of an insect or, uh, you know, the life of the house? Because if they go out of business, what good is it to you? Right. Um, I'll tell you one company I would suggest that you check out, and it's Thermatrue, Thermatrue, T-H-E-R-M-A. TRU.com is the website. Thermatrue actually uh, invented the fiberglass door. And they make these incredible sliding doors and entry doors made out of fiberglass that look just like real wood. And they're amazing. They're, they're really energy efficient. And they're super strong. And they can really take a lot of weather. All righty. Well, I'll definitely look them up then. And they're also sold at Lowe's, by the way. Okay. Oh, I think I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. They're good doors. All righty. All right, then. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Well, spring is a great time to tackle a driveway project, and if you're thinking about putting one in or perhaps expanding the driveway that you have right now, we're going to give you the differences between asphalt, concrete, and pavers. Learn what material is best for your driveway after this. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is being brought to you by Guardian Home Standby Generators, America's choice in power outage protection. Learn more at guardiangenerators.com. 
Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now at one 888 Pit with your home improvement question. And we want to remind you that the show continues online at moneypit.com where you can sign up for our free podcast. What does that cost again? Uh, nothing. nothing. It's free. It's available at moneypit.com. You can also uh, check out the transcripts of the program. If there's a tip that you heard, you can't write it down. Don't drive off the road. Pay attention to what you're doing. (laughs) And go to our website after the show at moneypit.com. It is all right there waiting for you. Ah, but wait, there's more. While you are at moneypit.com, you can click on Ask Tom and Leslie. If you don't feel like picking up the phone and calling in your home improvement question, you can email us your question, and we will answer them every hour of the show at this point, like we do always. And we've got one here from Christine in Ashburn, Virginia, who writes, We would like your professional opinion, please, on the difference between asphalt and concrete driveways. Is one material better than the other for long-term usage? Does one hold up better over the other under certain weather conditions? Um, You know, I would say that probably my choice for a driveway, if I could afford it, would be concrete pavers, Mm -hmm. only because they're very, very attractive. My second choice would probably be solid concrete, which will be a little less expensive, and my third choice would be asphalt. But with concrete, you have a lot of great options, because stamped concrete and even tinted concretes or even acid-stained look really beautiful, and you can get the look of a paver by just simply using a stamping material on the concrete itself. Yeah, good point. Now, asphalt is probably the least expensive, but I will say this. There's a lot of maintenance to it. Well, there's a fair amount of maintenance, but if you're going to do it, there's a big wide range of how well it can be done. I've seen asphalt driveways done very badly, so they crack up fairly quickly. You want to talk with your paving company about how thick that asphalt is going to be. I mean, if you don't have a driveway that with the base and the asphalt is a good six or eight inches thick, uh, it's going to break down fairly quickly. So make sure you do a good job, regardless of what material you choose, so that you won't have to do it again. Like we always say, do it once, do it right, and then you don't have to do it again. All right, we've got one here from Vicki in Myrna, Nebraska, who writes, I'm interested in putting laminate wood flooring in my kitchen and dining room, but I'm having a hard time selling this idea to my husband. <laughs> Help! He, do- <laughs> he doesn't think it could withstand our busy lifestyle and would have marks and chips in it in no time. We live on a farm and we have children at home. Skateboards and other toys would be on it regularly. And it's the hub of activity at all times as I do a lot of cooking, baking, and canning. Also, can we put it directly over the laminate flooring that's there now? Now. now, I think I know what, what her husband's problem is. It's because she's combining two flooring materials in this description. Laminate wood flooring. There's either laminate flooring or, or there's wood, wood flooring. There's or laminate could, that looks like wood. Well, I was thinking that she could be referring to uh, engineered floor, which is where you have a thin layer of like oak on top of different layers of um, you know other types of softer woods where it's engineered together. Let me give you the breakdown. A laminate floor works great. Incredibly durable stuff. Engineered hardwood, also durable, but I wouldn't recommend it for the skateboard issue. Even that's not going to stand up to that. In your situation, Vicki, I think that the best choice would be laminate floor. Yeah, and if you love the look of wood, you can get a laminate that looks just like any hardwood out there on the market. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. We hope that you've learned something that makes your home improvement projects just a little bit easier. Coming up next week on the program, we're going to talk about a new study that finds that it really is easy to be green, and millions of Americans are being more green every day. If you think you're not doing enough to reduce energy consumption in your house, 
to reduce the load on the power systems, to reduce the wear and tear on our environment, we're going to give you some very easy, we call them light green ways <laughs> to tackle those projects around your house next week on the program. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Oh, 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 oh